Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's been a minute, everybody. You know, I took a little bit of time off. I just wanted to regroup, kind of recharge, and just think about this point in history that we're in right now. You know, you sit there and you complain about so many things, about why things aren't working out the way you want it to. Your life isn't the way that it, it, it is. And you want to reinvent yourself. You want to change yourself. You want people, when they see you, when your recreation or your rebirth is done, they have to reintroduce themselves to you because you are just that brand new. That's what I was doing. And I wanted to come on this episode today and I wanted to talk about, um, you know, Messi wanting to leave Barcelona coming to, I mean, not coming, but, you know, the, the, the rumors are Manchester United want him, and part of the deal would be he would come to NYCFC. I wanted to talk about Hard Knocks and how that looks in the way the world is right now in regards to the face mask, social distancing, and obviously the storyline, and this is the first time they're doing it with two teams at the same time it being the San Diego Chargers and the LA Rams. And then I wanted to also get into the NBA playoffs, but more so I wanted to talk about, you know, the Lakers, the Blazers series, Luka Donish, what you know about Slovenia, and him, his performance against the Clippers. But, you know, before I came on, I turned on some NBA TV just to, you know, Watch a little bit of the Bucks in Orlando game just to, you know, get my energy going so I can come out and, and, and really talk. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was there was a rumor swirling around about a potential boycott. And this boycott taking place between the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics, and it would take place in game one. And it as I'm watching and waiting for the Bucks and the Orlando Magic game to transpire, nothing was happening. And when I say nothing was happening, I mean, it was like, okay, uh, where are all the players? Because usually at this time, they're on the court. You know, guys are, are, are doing whatever they do. That's part of their routine. And then, you know, they all get in line and everybody has been taking the knees. Some people want to stay, whatever it is. But when I say there was like not a lot of people, the Bucks never came out. And close to like five minutes to go for the tip off, the Magic walked off the court and all you saw were the officials. And it was at the point where you started thinking, oh my God, is this, is this happening right now? And it, 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 it did happen and not just did it happen. You're talking about the Bucks because of what had transpired in a terrible shooting that took place in Wisconsin and the Milwaukee Bucks, obviously playing in Wisconsin, felt like to represent their home land, they wanted to boycott this game. They wanted to demand change. They wanted to demand justice. They don't want things to keep going as they are. We saw how terrible things were when it was George Floyd and we saw him on the floor getting choked out. 
underneath the knee of a police officer saying he can't breathe and screaming for his mom. And then now you watch a video of a black man getting shot in the back seven times. And now they're saying that paralysis from the waist down might be what he's left to deal with for the rest of his life. There are, have been marches. There have been so many things that have made you think like you can no longer say people are making stuff up. You can no longer say this stuff doesn't happen. You have video, you have audio, you see people reacting the way that they're reacting. Um, I've said in previous episodes, especially when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling, the kneeling was, was nice. I thought that the kneeling was nice because you were bringing some attention to the topic at hand. And he wanted to talk about the police brutality that the black man was enduring. I don't want to say black man, but minorities were dealing with. And personally, I always felt like since the days of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, and even prior to them, we were asking then. And it just feels like we're still asking now. And... Now you're talking about generations of people that are just asking for simple things. And it's almost like we get some crumbs and then we get satisfied. And then we, I don't want to say fall back into place, but we get comfortable and we forget to actually come for every damn thing that we ask for. And maybe generationally that's been happening, but for the players of the NBA to take it farther than just taking a knee and asking. They're saying we demand, but they're not only saying we demand, they're actually putting action behind those words. Now I didn't, when I initially said I wasn't really feeling the kneeling, I wasn't really feeling that because I just felt, look, man, there's something more that probably needs to be done. I didn't know what it was, I just felt like there's just something more that you could do to make your point known. And I think that's what the players now, that's what they're doing. Because now you're hitting these owners in the pocket. Because from all the time that they've missed with the pandemic, now for them to come back and actually have a little bit of the season and maybe not recoup all the money, but maybe at least be able to make payroll and not profit this year is what a lot of these owners were looking at. A lot of the uh, uh, commercials that were going to air tonight specifically, you had some big games going on tonight. I mean, look, you look at the Bucks and the Magic, that's not too exciting. But you had a Game 5 series tied between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets. You had Russell Westbrook going and saying he was going to play tonight. And then you had tonight a game between the Lakers and Portland where because Dame Lillard was going to be out, you probably figured it wasn't going to be as exciting or as competitive as the other games. But upon hearing that the Bucks postponed, I don't want, well, the games haven't been canceled. They've been postponed. The teams have decided to boycott. You figured, okay, now if the Thunder and the Rockets fall in line, what's going to happen 
with the Laker game. LeBron has been very adamant. He's been very outright. He's been very outspoken. He's probably in my generation. I don't want to say the most outspoken because you had guys like Muhammad Ali, Kareem, those guys, you know, um, they were doing their thing. And then I don't want to say nobody said anything because like I said, Colin Kaepernick has done his thing. There are a lot of athletes that have done their thing, but maybe not to the point where they were at the forefront using their platform and really getting the message out to the masses as opposed to maybe doing things quietly behind the scenes because not that they didn't want to draw attention, but maybe they just wanted to do the right thing not for attention, you know? I mean, Colin Kaepernick, he was released from the NFL and he's still out there donating, doing great things in the community, still about the cause, but you just don't hear it because he's not in the NFL anymore, but he's still doing his thing. But now you're in an era of the NBA where these guys are making so much money. I mean, guys in one year make double than what players in the 70s and 80s and early 90s were making. I mean, if you look it up, I'm talking like guys like Charles Barkley in their career made all under a hundred million, maybe made under um, 30 million for their career, their career. You got guys now making 20 million a year, 30 million a year. And you would think that these guys, they got the money and they're good. We okay. We satisfied. We got this. But they said, no, we want to use our, we want to use our platform to get the message out. And maybe now this generation of athlete is probably saying to themselves, I have this money, but what good is having all this money and all these things if I'm good, but my peoples aren't? I mean, look, big picture wise, when these players sit there and they boycott, what's really going to change? I mean, you never know. I do know that when you hit somebody in their pockets, action or some type of change is going to happen. People are going to listen now. Because once before, when it's just like, yeah, 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 we'll hear you. Okay, great, 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 great. You're going to kneel before the game. Great. Okay, great. Now play the game. But now it's like, yo, are they going to play? Because now it's affecting my money. Because now the networks, can they ask as much money as they want when people that want to purchase airtime are thinking to themselves, are you going to be able to provide the product that you say you're going to be able to provide so my commercial could be seen by the masses? I mean, let's keep it real. Tonight, is anybody really going to be sitting there watching um, the commercials on the networks where these games are supposed to take place? Or are you going to find something else to watch? But those commercials still have to air. So now you've lost tons of people now that have probably said, what's on What's on Netflix? What's on Hulu? What's on? Uh, what's, what's another sporting game? What, what baseball game is on? 
That's the vibe that I'm getting from these players. Like, they want to actually try and physically do something. Now, boycotting games, eventually the games are going to get played because these players want to get paid. But now it's like, whoa, there's physical action. Because it felt like after the George Floyd situation, there was protesting, there was rioting, there was, uh, rioting isn't okay, but it was happening. There was marches happening every day across the country, across the world for a couple weeks. And then it just died down. And then now that sports is back and we had this horrific accident transpire. Now that energy is back that like, yo, come on, man. We just dealt with this in Minnesota. And now Wisconsin? But you know what? Now is a time where they're saying, look, we were asking before, and this is now we're actually beginning. Remember with the um, pandemic, it was phases before we could fully reopen. Well, maybe they're going to have phases of we want change and we are going to phase you in to make you understand how serious we are. I read uh, on social media the other day that LeBron James is trying to organize a situation where he wants to pay, maybe not himself, but maybe have a group of people pay to have extra people work at polling stations so that there's no misunderstanding, there's no confusion, there's no people can't vote because there's not enough people working and the people that are working, they're just overwhelmed by the masses of people. Now that to me is what Malcolm and Martin were talking about, where now you have something in place where, okay, we can have our voice heard. We could go out and vote. And it shouldn't just be at the presidential level. It should be at the local level too. Because the presidential level is the country. But it's really the local level where it's going to affect if you have children, the type of education that your children are going to have. How the taxes will be dispersed in your town. What activities there are for the adults in terms of parades, in terms of parks, in terms of cleanliness and quality, in terms of businesses, what type of businesses come into your town. That's why it's powerful for you to sit there and fill out the census. They need to know who's living in the town. So when they come with businesses, they know what businesses are going to work and what businesses won't. If you're working in a town where you have a lot of minorities, you're going to want to have some minority businesses as well as minority eating establishments. Right? It only goes hand in hand. But that's what I'm talking about. Now you can sit there and say, no, just don't sit there and do that. We're going to help you to vote. We can't hold your hand and make you go out and do it. But we're going to sit there and make it so that it's easy enough for you to just go out and do it. Because I... I'm not really into politics like that. But what I do know is this. 
when it comes to the two big parties and, and, and look, anybody that wants to come back at me and, and debate, I'm not really into politics like that. So this is just my opinion. And if you want to clap back at me, fine, you're right. But this is just my opinion. For me, with the two parties of the Democrats and the Republicans, I feel that what the problem is with the Democrats is they feel like they always have black people in the bag and we don't have to sell them. It's the people that are on the fence that we need to win. It's the people that are Republicans that aren't liking the way things are. They need to sell them and get them to vote, not restore the faith in black people that are Democrats and say, what do you want? We're going to help you. They always feel like, ah, y'all always come out and vote. We got you. You know, it's like a, a major sporting event. When it comes to the Super Bowl, why are those commercials like a million dollars a minute? Because they don't care about the people that are diehards like me that they're going to watch. They know that there's going to be a ton of people that for the first time are watching a sporting event. And because they saw that commercial, they might sit there and fall in love with that product and be a, a consumer for life. And I feel that because the Democrats take black people for granted, black people don't feel the urge to always go out and vote the way that they should. You're not working us hard enough to keep us grounded, knowing that you got us. I can't really speak for the Republican Party, but that's just how I feel about the Democrats, you know? And maybe if they worked a little bit harder, they could secure that. I'm not one to, to, to really talk about other things relating to sports. Well, I do because this is lifestyle sports and entertainment. So I shouldn't say that. This falls into to, to sports and lifestyle right now. This isn't entertaining because right now it's a real moment in history. And this real moment in history... You can sit there and say, yeah, but what's going to happen? What's going to happen is, is that it's 2020. And not even in 2030, in 2025, you're going to sit there and say to yourself, man, yo, you remember 2020? It was like January, February, March, and then everything shut down. And then this happened. And then that happened. And then this happened. And then we had the presidential election. And then that happened. And could you believe what happened? That's what's going to happen. They're going to write movies about this. Books. There are people that are probably documenting what's happening now every day. I just wanted to come out and um, just express my thoughts um, about everything that's transpiring. I hope from today what the NBA players do, it gets the energy. It brings everybody back to being focused and has everybody realizing that, look, we have the power. All we have to do is exercise it. So as I come to the end of this episode, I want to um, give you a positive quote. And the positive quote is this, because heavy, this isn't the quote. This is just me speaking, but then I'm going to give you the quote. I don't mean to sound confusing. Um, heavy is the head that wears the crown, 
So you got to be careful what you ask for, because once we start getting the change that we want, then it needs to be the generation of us to not only uphold it, but elevate it. So those behind us, when we leave the door open, they could come through. Don't sit there and get your own and leave the door closed and leave everybody else outside. Because this is a quote from Denzel Washington as I end this episode. You pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too because that's part of it. You pray for rain. You got to deal with the mud too because that's part of it. So when we get to where we want to be, everyone, be prepared because that's when the work really begins. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.